A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. I'm Stephanie Hoff with the Midwest Farm Report reporting from the World Dairy Expo at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. Not only do you get to rub elbows with the best dairy cattle in the business, but you also run into some influential people, the folks who lead our dairy cooperatives and advocacy organizations. I caught up with Tim Trotter, the CEO of the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. He's been back and forth from Carmel, Indiana, testifying at the Federal Milk Marketing Order hearings. This is in an effort to bring dairy pricing into modern day. Some of these provisions haven't been touched since they were created 80 years ago. Well, we've we've been there since day one. It's I think we're on week seven. Uh, Edge has advanced uh, a few ideas that would be some some nice tweaks to, and reforms that would be needed for our, uh, Upper Midwest uh, Federal Order 30 primarily. Uh, obviously, we have all dairy interests at the hearing. Um, it's very interesting watching the process. Everybody has a lot of passion. They have a lot of ideas. Um, you know, again, it comes back to we got to look to the future with dairy policy. And when you think about a system that was created 80 years ago, and yes, we've had some reforms, but not major. I think we're now seeing that there needs to be a broader conversation about where we go with dairy policy and how the federal orders really support and help dairy farmers because a lot of them don't understand, you know, what does the federal orders do for me? Uh, There's just a lot of confusion about what that means to their livelihood. So, you know, when I think of when I boil it down is what we're looking for is risk mitigation. Can, Can farmers have risk management tools that helps it's after coming out of COVID, obviously there was a lot of uh, lot of uncertainty in the marketplace, and a lot of farmers were not well protected. So we want to make sure in the federal orders that we have protections for farms, and a lot easier to be able to look at price discovery, um, knowing this this is what it means to my farm. So those are some of the areas that we're looking at. Tell me, how big's the room? What's the environment like? How many people are there? Well, it's funny. You know, the first week, I think we might have had 80 people in the room, which isn't a lot of people when you think about, you know, national dairy organizations. Uh, I think this last week there was maybe 40. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's kind of backing off. But, again, there's more issues being taken off. I mean, they, we, they go topic by topic. So that kind of flows week to week who's going to be in the room based on who's doing testimony. And even Edge, I mean, we cross-examined many of the witnesses to just kind of tease out some of the things maybe they didn't say, just because, again, the jury at this is really USDA. They're evaluating all the comments, all the ideas, then they'll assemble what they believe is the best path forward to bring back as recommended action. So the jury is USDA and their staff. I mean, are you happy so far as they've been crossing off items that, that the dairy industry has been well represented, well spoken for? I believe so. I think all the organizations are bring forth their ideas very eloquently. I think there's, there's, just, there's a lot of great ideas coming forward. But again, you know, our concern is we're not thinking broadly enough. But again, it's a limited scope hearing. It's on milk pricing. So it's not the total scope of dairy. It's really limited. I, I think what we're looking for is setting the stage for something greater, maybe in a few years, that goes to the broader aspects of what we need for reforms long term. Give me a specific example of what a Wisconsin dairy farmer would be happy about that's been discussed at the hearing thus far. 
I think more certainty that our Federal Order 30 is going to have more relevance in making sure that we have tools to use on our farms to mitigate risk. Because all farms, you know, when it comes to price, they want to know that they have a way to um, hedge and be able to use risk management tools to long-term, looking further out than even one year, even me looking out 15 months, how do I manage my risk? Because, you know, all farmers and bankers and all the people who are involved in that business decision need to know that they have certainty. So we're just trying to bring forward some of the things that we believe is most important to our members. And quite frankly, it's, it's what they've asked us to do. At these hearings, have you noticed that there's any division on certain elements of federal milk marketing orders and then the goal to reform it? Yeah, I think the division, I would characterize, it's, it's based on the federal orders. We, we have several federal orders within the system, and each one has different market uh, composition. Uh, they're, they're producers in different geographical areas, so their needs are all a little different. So here we are, when you think about it, trying to come up with one compromise, going back to Secretary Vilsack saying he wanted compromise and consensus. Well, that's hard to do on a national scope hearing when you have several orders that are very different and, you know, the farmers that represent are very different. So I think what we're coming back forth is that we need to have enabling legislation to allow broader conversations in a local hearing, like for Federal Order 30, to have a more robust conversation. What's going to make our order here in the upper Midwest more viable? So, again, the short term is make it as best we can but we want to set the stage for greater uh, certainty as we move forward. How long does this go on? It'll go on for another week, and then they will take a recess till after Thanksgiving. You know, maybe they'll be done by the end of the year, but you tell me whether or not Congress is going to fund the government, you know, coming in up in November again. We'll have another, uh, you know, decision point with where the government goes. But, you know, I think by the end of the year they hope to have it wrapped up. But then it's going to be several months before they offer a decision. Then you go back to the voting process. So we're a year, year and a half away from seeing any implementation on this. But when it comes to consensus, we do have some things to look forward to, right? I mean, there's there's several ways that we can move things forward. You know, obviously the hearings is one way to do it, but we also have this thing called the Farm Bill that is stalled um, because of political reasons. But... I think many of us are using the Farm Bill also as another tool because if we can um, codify some things in the Farm Bill, then that'll preempt what USDA has to do. So in legislation, if we fix it there, then USDA will just take those items off the list. We don't have to offer an opinion on those. So I think everybody's eyeing up now the Farm Bill approach on the areas that maybe we don't agree and see who's got more muscle to maybe do some things there. Hopefully the farm bill isn't delayed as long as the federal milk marketing order process, huh? Exactly. But yet, you know, this is the system we have in this country, and it's a wonderful system, and it does work. But you just got to, it's a deck, it's a, you know, it's like playing cards. You got to play your hand really well and know that you got to have other strategies when things don't go your way. I mean, you don't give up. That's the thing, you know, and that's, you know, the, the members that we represent are not quitters. You know, or, you know, we, it's, this is a marathon, not a race. Will you be making any more trips to Carmel 
Indiana. I think we're pretty much wrapped up on our topics. Uh, we may, uh, obviously, we'll be doing our briefs uh, when this is all over with. Yeah, everybody will do their final briefs. So we'll do that. But I think for the most part, we've been there several weeks. And again, all of our topics have already come up for discussion. So now they're on to other things that are not as important to our members or we don't have any you know, voice in those issues. Finally, Tim, do you feel like Wisconsin's dairy entities, even cooperatives that you know you're technically competing with do you feel like you're walking arm in arm through this i think we're all passionate about what we believe in and i think there's more unity than there is divide but again everybody has an angle you know and every processor has an angle cooperative they all have their stakeholders they have to represent generally i think there's fair fairly good alignment but there's little areas that you know obviously will be more contentious but but again i think the upper midwest we've got a really strong dairy industry in the upper midwest but we can do better we can definitely do better on driving consensus Uh, but again that this comes back to getting 100 dairy farmers in a room and having everybody agree on one thing you know that's not easy to do right but that's human nature it's really hard to get 100 percent you know and congress can't even get 51 percent. so there you go there you go, Tim. Anything else you want to leave me with before I let you go? No, I just think, you know, we're very optimistic. And despite, you know, all the complexities of the federal orders, you know, Edge is here to support our members and to advance them into the future. Tim Trotter along with us, the CEO of Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative and the Dairy Business Association. They've got a voice during the federal milk marketing order hearings to remodel these orders to fit the needs of modern day dairies. From World Dairy Expo in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff.